your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alright Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And for today, we will be looking at the divisions. Uh, We're going to be taking a look at the possible realigned divisions, <clears throat> kind of going through them one by one and... I guess making predictions. Why not? Predictions are fun. So we'll uh, go through those, and we will also talk about some more info that has come out on the possible return to play. Again, everything that's out there right now is just maybes. This uh, mid-January start date is what the NHL wants to do, but we don't have anything set in stone. But Gary Bettman has come out and has talked about some certain aspects of it, one of one of which is, is very interesting. So we will get into that. So first things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche. On Instagram, search for Locked On Avalanche and send any questions, comments, concerns, and or opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. So Gary Bettman <coughs> gave us some more information, which we, we haven't got, I don't want to say we haven't got a lot because we have. We, we kind of know when the NHL wants to start, like I said, uh, January 13th. And he's not even saying that. He's not even saying January 13th specifically. He's saying mid-January, which January 13th is mid-January. So that would line up. But it's not set in stone like that is going to be the first puck drop day. But there's some good uh, information on NHL.com. Uh, the article titled NHL hopes to start season in mid-January could play in hubs and arenas. And the subtitle says Commissioner Bettman says realignment division only games are part of the discussion. I will get to that division only games part in a second because up until I read this article, that was only set aside for one division, the Canadian division, or so we thought. But uh, this article starts by saying the 2021 NHL season could start in mid-January and include a shortened schedule, temporary realignment with one of the divisions made up of the seven teams based in Canada, division games only, and games in home arenas, hubs, or a combination. Nothing has been finalized, and the NHL and NHL Players Association continue to discuss a number of issues caused by the pandemic. This is from Bettman. We are focused on starting at some point, hopefully in mid-January. It is a it is clear we will not be playing an 82-game schedule for the regular season, which we normally do, but we're going to try and play as many games as possible. The NHL and NHLPA are trying to adjust to government regulations at all levels, from restrictions at the Canadian-U.S. border uh, to restrictions on gatherings in different jurisdictions and the coronavirus situation in each market. Bettman says, right now we're focused on whether or not we're going to play in our buildings and do some limited travel or play in a bubble, and that's something we're working on and getting medical advice on. Uh, he goes on to say how you know the Tampa Bay Lightning and Dallas Stars spent more time in the bubble cities than any other teams, and that is not feasible. We've talked about that in the past. Definitely not feasible to have all 31 teams doing that. 
uh, over the course of several months. So he says that we don't think we can conduct a regular season that way. Uh, but he goes on, he says, if enough teams can't play without fans in their own facilities, then we may have to move more and more towards a hub. It may be that some teams are playing in other buildings. It may be that a whole group of teams have to play in other buildings. One of the things that we're going for the regular season as we're planning it is we're going to just play within our divisions. So we're not going to play every team against everybody else in the course of a season. That's new to me. Up until now, I had heard that just the Canadian division was going to play within their own division. And now it seems like they're doing that across the board. So this is going to be a very different season. You're only going to see in, if the Avalanche are in the division that is rumored they're going to be in. They're going to play seven other teams for a total of 56 games. So, you know, they're going to be playing each team. What's that come out to eight times, eight times uh, uh, per team. So <laughs> this is going, the entire thing is going to be fluid because in the beginning, that's what we're going to get. I, I don't know how you change a schedule, uh, you know, mid season, what the NBA is doing. I think the NBA has come out with half the season. NBA is playing a 72-game season. They, they're starting, I mean, their preseason is going on right now. So the NBA is kicking off next week. So they're getting three weeks jump uh, ahead of the NHL. And they're pl- they're, going, they're only losing 10 games, or that's the plan anyway. So they are kind of getting pretty much a, a full season in for the NHL. You know, it's a little bit shorter, but they're only playing within those divisions. But what the NBA is doing is, uh, I think they're coming out with half the schedule. So, you know, they're doing half the schedule, we'll schedule it, and then kind of reassess and see where we're at. I think you can do that when you're playing 72 games. When you're playing 56, I guess you could still do it. But that's that's a, you know, those 20, what is that, add up to 33 games or no? Less than that. 28 games. So when you play 28 games, it's over like that. And then you have to reassess. I don't know. I don't know if the, the NHL has the capability to do that because their season is so much shorter, or at least it's going to be, than the NBA. Where I don't know if they can reassess at kind of like the halfway mark because that's going to be done quickly. So that's a new wrinkle is only playing your division for the entirety of the season across the league. That will be odd. Uh, and then everybody's going to be looking forward to the playoffs when you finally can see new uniforms out on the ice and playing different teams. And then that's going to be interesting in and of itself. When you, when you get to the playoffs and you start playing against those other teams, that, that's obviously the first time you're going to be seeing them. So those games will be very, very interesting. Uh, so this whole thing, like we don't have... Solid information. And if you read this article on NHL.com, it goes on to talk about some of the challenges that they that they face, which are true. They're real. You, It's just like, man, like it seems like they have so much to figure out. And it's a month away. We're mid-December. And they want to start mid-January. So we're hearing word that players are returning. Players that live overseas are coming back. I've heard Martin Kaut 
when it comes to the Avalanche. He's coming back over. Avalanche have called for him to come back. So everybody's anticipating that, you know, a season is clearly going to happen. We don't have the definites, but they better get going on that stuff. Uh, and and I, would, I would have to think by Christmas time, by this time next week, we got to have some info. And right now, like, NHL fans are just kind of, like, left out in the cold. If, if you're not going to – I'm not saying rush it because this is clearly something serious, you know, that, that they're dealing with. And I think we, we need to just know where – we've known that uh, they, they want to start in mid-January. We've known that. So what are – what's your plan for things like, you know, the, 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 uh, the vaccine is out? So I know they have to watch that, and if that's if that's working, and kind of the numbers are coming down, do, and, and the border, the Canadian-U.S. border, kind of is a little bit more flexible, then can you start having these interconnected games or th- these inter-country games, like back back to a normal season? Can we start doing that if the border loosens up a little bit? But that's not a question you can answer right now. So that's a question for a few months from now. And maybe you do have to do kind of what the NBA is doing and kind of reassessing at the halfway point. Even though it's, you know, just shy of 30 games, we're going to have to do that. Maybe you have to. And if you can get half a season in where you finally start playing other teams outside of your division, I think fans would be fine with that. Everybody's Everybody knows that this is going to be an odd season. Uh, we, we were on board for how last season went. And, you know, we, we took to it and we just want to watch hockey. So uh, if it's going to be odd and you kind of have to reassess at the halfway point, I think people would be fine with it. So we will see how it all pans out because uh, this is this is it's it's a month away. So let's get going on this thing. All right. Uh, let's hear from one of our sponsors of the day. And you know it, and you love it, and it is Built Go from our people at Built Bar. Their new product, Built Go, is help is designed to help you get through your mental wall halfway through your day when the morning coffee has worn off and you are struggling to get through those last few hours at the office. Just take a Built Go. It comes in a one-and-a-half-ounce easy-to-take package. You can put it in your briefcase, put it in your desk. It's there when you need it. It's like a five-hour energy drink, but does not have the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. You can also take it before workouts. It gives you that extra kick when you're on the treadmill or outside running, although where I am, a foot and a half of snow, so I don't think you want to go running in that. But it comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. And what Built Go does, it comes it combines the energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into your system fast, and it's easy on your stomach. It is loaded with the good stuff to ignite your workout with like beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. And the collagen Protein promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. The stuff literally makes you look better. So go to BuiltGo.com, use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off of your next order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED, and 20% comes off of your order at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. 
let's go and look at these divisions. So this is another thing that we don't have finality on. It has changed a little bit. Uh, the Avalanche have been pretty consistent in the kind of the guesswork that I've seen on the divisions. They're they're the one team that's that's always in the they're calling it the Pacific. Uh, I've seen other teams within the Avalanche regular division kind of going between a Central and Pacific. The latest one that we have is Colorado along with St. Louis and Dallas coming along to go into the Pacific. And that would put Nashville, Minnesota, Chicago in the Central and then Canadian teams with uh, Winnipeg. So we'll go through these and kind of just, you know, I'm not going to go do, do a deep dive into them, but we'll uh, kind of take a look at maybe some projections and, and what I think could happen. I don't know, you know, playoff-wise, I think it's still going to be the same scenario, I guess. That's one thing, another thing that we have to hear. But... Uh, I think this will be fun. I think this will be fun to get a one-off different division uh, season. You know, I, I think it'd, it'd be kind of, it's going to be kind of cool just seeing different standings. Um, and I think they're, they all have, you know, their top teams clearly, and they all have their bottom teams. So it's going to be like any other season. So I, I think we'll start out in the East and which that supposedly is going to be made up of Boston Washington, Pittsburgh, Philly, the Islanders, the Rangers, the New Dirt, the New Jersey Devils, and the Sabers. So I think people are jumping and saying that you know this is all Boston, and I think Boston did kind of. I I, th- I thought Boston was going to be on the downswing. I I don't think that they did enough in the off season. Uh, they're getting older, and teams like that the flip can switch overnight. And by overnight, I mean from one season to the next. Look what happened to San Jose. San Jose was in the conference finals the year before the season had just ended. And they fell off a cliff. I'm not saying Boston... And nobody predicts that. Nobody sees that coming. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen to Boston. I still think Boston can be, will be a playoff team. But I just think everybody around them got better and 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 they kind of I pretty much maintain status quo even lost guys clearly lost guys so I think but but they're still in I mean they're in a solid division Philly was one of the hottest teams last year Philly will push them and Washington will push them I think Boston could finish third in this division behind uh, those two teams Washington and Philly so I'm going to say Washington Philly then Boston, and then prop, and then Pittsburgh. So there's your top four. And in the bottom four, I think the Rangers. And I think the Rangers can push Pittsburgh. I think the, they'll be kind of neck and neck. Uh, I, th- I think Buffalo is going to be up there. Not, not I mean, when I say up there. I, I don't think they're going to be bottom dwelling this year. So I would think it's going to be... Uh, the Rangers, and then Buffalo, and then the Islanders, who I think are going to struggle, and then the Devils. 
probably no surprise there the Devils being on the bottom. But uh, I think they're they're in a slow rebuild. Things are hopefully looking up for them. But the teams that are kind of like trending in the wrong direction, I think, in this league or in this division are Boston, even though they still will make the playoffs, and the Islanders. And then the teams that are kind of trending up, I would say, are Buffalo and the Rangers. And they still might be on the outside looking in, but I think they will be a much improved team. Both of those teams will be much improved teams between uh, the Sabres and the Rangers. So that's what I think is going to happen in the East. I think Washington wins that division. We move over to the Central. And right now that seems to be comprised of Tampa Bay, Columbus, Carolina, Nashville. So one of our division foes, Minnesota, another one, Philadelphia, Florida, Chicago. There's another one and Detroit. Tampa Bay will be interesting because they like Boston were kind of cap-strapped, didn't have a lot of wiggle room to really bring in new people, and they had enough to sign kind of their own guys. And they're still a very, very strong team. I don't think anybody's really going to push them in this division if this is exactly what it is. Maybe Carolina. I think Carolina will probably finish second here. I don't think – I think Tampa Bay will just run away with this, uh, and Carolina will be – Enough in their rear view. I don't think Carolina will really push them. After Carolina, I would think Columbus. After Columbus, probably Nashville. So there's your top four with Tampa Bay, Carolina, Columbus, Nashville. And then we get into the bottom four. That's a rough bottom four. You got Minnesota, Florida, Chicago, Detroit. I would say... I would say Florida, and then Minnesota, and then Chicago. Well, no. And then Detroit, and then Chicago. I think that just the atmosphere in Chicago right now is not a good one. Between everything going on with the team logo, uh, you know, and, and the, the heat they're taking from that, understandably so. And, and just what the owners have said, you know, just, oh, we're in rebuild mode. And they didn't say that until after the deal with Zadorov and Saad. I just think it's a bad atmosphere right now, and I think it's going to reflect on the play. So I think Detroit gets out of the cellar. Detroit's not like this great team, but they're they're trending up. And uh, I think they might surprise a couple people. So I think it's going to be a battle for last between Chicago and Detroit. So uh, for your, your East and your Central, or excuse me, Washington, Philly, Boston, Pitt, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Columbus, and Nashville. So we'll take a quick break and look at the Canadian team and the Pacific team with our Colorado Avalanche. Before we do that, we heard from Built Go. Now we're going to hear from Built Bar. Talk about Built Bar quite often on this show. And if, like I said, we are mid-December and the new year is right around the corner. And what is the one thing everybody wants to do when the new year comes? Get healthy. Include Built Bar in that program to get yourself healthy. It's a fantastic tasting protein bar. Honestly, it's the best protein bar on the market. It's covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and they're easy to chew. They're more like a candy bar than they are your average protein bar. They come in 18 amazing flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, banana bread, 
just go to the website. There's so much to choose from. They are they're great for the health conscious guy or girl, lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Fantastic for the keto diet, if that's something that you're going to undertake. Most bars have 19 grams of protein, which is excellent, 180 calories, which is very good, and 5 grams of sugar and 5 grams of net carbs. That's what you look for. Some of these other bars have 30 grams of sugar. That does nothing for you. So these things are great tasting, and they're great for you. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off of your next order. Once again, that promo code is excuse me, locked on, and you will get 20% off of your next order. Once again, the promo code locked on for 20% off of your next order at builtbar.com. All right, so two more divisions to go, and we'll get to the Canadian division now, and this will be interesting. Uh, I, I think this is the one that everybody is focusing on, just just because all you know the Canadian teams are going to be kind of like together at last and uh, sing kumbaya and uh, but you know like I said in the beginning we thought that was going to be the only division to be playing each other seems like all these teams are going to be playing each other within their divisions the Canadian division because there's seven teams in Canada is the only division with seven teams all the other three have eight so clearly they are just to go through them again Toronto Calgary Winnipeg Edmonton Montreal Vancouver and Ottawa I think Toronto stands out here. Uh, Toronto seems like they are going to be a, a a very good team. I think they I think they had a very good off season. They brought in some really good healthy players. So and and when you just look at the rest of the Canadian teams, uh, I, I think they benefit from this Canadian only division. If they were in their regular division, we're having a different discussion. But I, I think they benefit from the Canadian only division. So I think they take this. Uh, I, I really like what Winnipeg has done. And again, I think if Winnipeg is in the regular division with Colorado and St. Louis, we're having another discussion, but I think this is another team that maybe benefits. So I think they finish second. Edmonton probably will finish third. I would say Calgary is fourth, but those teams can be very close and they could be very tight um, even going down to Montreal, uh, I, I again, Montreal is another team. I think they did well in the off season, but it's one of those teams where do, do they need a year to kind of because they did a lot of changes, and you know a fifty six game season could hurt them. To you know, if they had a full eighty two game season they maybe could figure things out kind of by the halfway point and kind of start putting a nice run together at the end of the year. I think they just might run out of time. I really like what Montreal is doing, but I don't know because they they had so many changes. I don't know if they are going to uh, have enough time in a 56-game season to really go up the standings. So, And, and that, I, this is where like Toronto stands out. And then all these other teams, with the exception of Ottawa, and Ottawa is going to be improved, so between Winnipeg, Edmond, Calgary, and Montreal, that's tough to pick. So I think I'm going to go with Winnipeg, and then Edmonton, then Calgary, then Montreal, and then Vancouver. 
who will be an interesting team, and then Ottawa. So, uh, yeah, but, but this is, I think this is Toronto's kind of running away. Uh, but the, the interesting thing to watch will be the dogfight for kind of like the middle seeds. And uh, I, I don't I it, it could go any, any direction. But when you have Connor McDavid, you kind of have to bump them up a little bit as long as they can stay healthy, clearly. So that, that could be a fun kind of fight to the finish, that Canadian division. And then finally, our Colorado Avalanche are part of a division with, and supposedly with St. Louis, Vegas, Dallas, Arizona, Anaheim, L.A., and San Jose. So it's kind of like the California division with everybody else. So having St. Louis come over with Colorado will obviously pose a threat. And I think it's those two teams, like they were last year, fighting it out. Vegas, everybody's high on Vegas. I'm not, I'm kind of in the same boat with Vegas as I am with Boston. Good team, above average team, will make the playoffs. But if I think it all depends on – I have to see what the final roster of this team is before I really make a judgment. I, I'm kind of just assuming that they're going to have to unload more than just Max Pacioretty. Um, and, and if they have to do that, who do they replace – those guys with they're not going to be on the level of someone like Pacioretty so I, I just f- I get a feeling that when the puck drops for Vegas the team that they have right now is clearly not the team that they can put on the ice it, it, it's impossible uh, because they are violating the cap right now so but what will those moves look like to get them cap compliant then we will see, because then this is clearly a three-headed fight. And it you could be even a four-headed fight with Dallas in that mix. So clearly I am going to pick Colorado to win it. I think St. Louis is right behind them. I think Vegas is right behind St. Louis. And then I think Dallas is right behind Vegas. I think those top four teams are, are going to be fighting it out. Uh, and I think it's going to be a matter of points. Just a few points here and there. Colorado could easily win this division. Uh, and I won't say they could go back as far as four, but they could go to three. Could happen. Uh, and that's not by any fault of their own. It's just they're in a division with two slash maybe three really good teams. Now, the thing that's going to hurt teams, and I should have mentioned this when I was talking about Boston, with a 56-game season, <clears throat> those older teams – are, are going to be weathered by the end of this 56-game season because these games are going... You're going to be playing a lot of games in a short amount of time. So the older teams like Boston, like Dallas, uh, although Dallas is a little, you know, not as old as Boston, but those teams, they might get hurt toward it, literally and figuratively at the end of a season. So they might start dropping back to the pack a little bit just because the stamina for those teams is not like what Colorado can do. Colorado can go out and, 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 you know, put the car in red every single night. And some of these other teams can't do that. So because of that, I think you have to bump Colorado up. So I think it goes Colorado, St. Louis, Vegas, Dallas. And then the bottom half of this division is there, – there is a line in the sand when it comes to this division, those top four and these bottom four. You got Arizona, Anaheim, L.A., and San Jose. Talked about San Jose a little bit earlier, and you know you, you didn't predict that drop-off going from the conference finals to uh, whoa. So you can't, you know, you don't know what you're going to get out of them. 
could they turn it around and be what they were a couple of years ago? Usually doesn't happen that way because that year that, you know, last year you just start, you know, getting rid of some guys, but, uh, and they've clearly lost some players in the off season. So I don't see it happening. They might be on the bottom of this division. So I think the bottom four goes Arizona. I want to say LA. Yeah, I think LA and then Anaheim and then San Jose. So that that'll be it. Um, write it down. Put it in the book. And you know what? And I this was not even a, a a segue I had planned on, but there is a brand new show on Lo- the Locked On Network, and it's called Locked On Bets. Every day is a quick 15-20 minute show with your boy Q, who runs the Locked On Raiders show. He, we, we are now set up with this website, betonline.ag. So he will have a daily show preparing you for the, that day's games, the best possible bet, the team that is favored that shouldn't be. He has all these different categories that he's going through and kind of informing you the best way he, can, he and his co-host can to make you guys some scratch if you're a betting person. I'm not because I'm bad at it and I am fine admitting that I'm bad at it. So if you want to listen to me and I'll maybe we'll maybe we'll incorporate this in, you know, here's what I would bet and then go bet the opposite because you'll probably win. Uh, but yeah, we're set up with betonline.ag. You'll be hearing a lot more of that uh, in the coming months, but definitely go check out Locked on Bets and if you want to go to betonline.ag, throw some money in there and uh, just put money down on everything I said, the opposite. Not Colorado finishing last, obviously, but uh, you'll, you'll be in good shape. So very exciting venture we have here. So definitely check out Locked on Bets. It started yesterday. So if you want to jump on that bandwagon now, it's a great show. Um, and we'll get you set up with all of your betting needs if you're... If you like that kind of stuff. So that's going to be it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in each and every day. Uh, we might, might have a show tomorrow. I don't know. If we could, if we hear something kind of coming through the pipeline with the NHL and the return to play, I think we're gonna, definitely going to have to have a show and talk about it. But uh, if not, we'll see you guys next week. Might see you tomorrow. Don't know yet, but uh, stay tuned. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you guys tomorrow. Maybe. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go!